This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. For a new episode, this is our pre-season episode where me and Danny are going to be discussing uh, everything that's going on around pre-season. Uh, as I said there, I am joined by the one and only Danny Baker has signed up for another season. He is part of the retained list, uh, which we were very happy to sign. And yeah, he's back. Uh, we also got to say a big thank you to uh, Gary Fletcher uh, and the lads at Season Master. They are sponsoring the podcast for another season. So thanks to them. If you want any bifold doors or any secondary glazing, give them a ring or uh, hit them up on their website and they'll be able to get back to you. But I welcome Danny Baker. How are we, Danny? Good summer? Or... Oh, I'm absolutely terrific, mate. I'm absolutely terrific. Sun is shining. Cricket season. The Ashes has been brilliant. A little bit a little bit of controversy, but that's been all right. I don't mind that. I, I wanted I wanted to speak to you about that, right? All right, Regarding, go on, Yeah, Because yeah, I'm not, you know me, I'm not overly big. Counting. But you have kept wicket in the. I, in I love. You have kept wicket. I love in the batting, etc. No, but we've spoke about this before. I love the Ryder Cup, but I don't like golf. Love yes. the Ryder Cup. I love the Ashes. I love it because it's the Australia. And I thought the at this Ashes, it started all to the spirit of cricket's been banded around quite a lot, and it it was yeah. all nice, weren't it? They're all shaking hands and talk because obviously they play IPL together and they play in. Yeah, England. they all know each other. Yeah, they all know each other, and so but. It's always been a bit edgy with them because Glenn McGrath used to make a, we're going to smash a 5 0. Every single Ashes without fail, yeah. Yeah, before, and everyone used to get rolled up, and do you know what I mean? And I don't, I didn't like the fact that it was at Lords, even though it's the home of cricket, because it's so boring. You're not allowed, like, the Barmy Army ain't allowed in there, really, are they? You're not allowed to sing, you're not allowed to stand and shout. And it all got a bit edgy, obviously, with Bearstow. What was your thoughts on the Bearstow dismissal? As a cricket man. As a cricket huge fan. What Carey did, there was absolutely nothing wrong with it from a legal perspective, from the laws of cricket. He's perfectly entitled to it. It, it, it was out. There's one school of thought, which if I wake up on the right side of the bed, is Bairstow, you're numpty. 
just 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 do what everyone else does, which is wait till the end of the over. But there's the other side half of me, which really gets annoyed with the Aussies at the Ashes, and I'm like, it's just a cop out. It's a proper proper cop out. He's right. He's I understand why he's done it. There's the informal thing that when you bat, and I obviously I bat for ages, so I'm used to doing this loads. <laughs> But in general, when you bat, you normally sort of tap your foot inside the crease. And it kind of means like in, like in rounders. Now, the fielders don't have to respect that, but it's kind of the the unknown, like nod your shoulder type thing and nod your head and go, okay, fine. Um, Yeah. So I'm a bit annoyed about it. And it like in football, you play to the whistle and the umpire didn't shout over. But but this is the thing. If you watch it, go on. Well, all that over, he kept coming out of his crease. He did, right? But this is the thing that people don't often see. And obviously me as a lad and a cricket geek, I know. You watch the square leg umpire. He ain't watching. And the reason why he's not watching is he puts the the stone in his hand and he starts taking a couple of steps towards the batsman. If he takes a couple of steps towards the batsman, that should be the end of the over. And what's happened is the ball has been hit. Someone hasn't said over, but the, the square leg umpire thinks it is over. But because he hasn't said it, They've gone to the third umpire oh, no, and they've given it. I agree. And I think the other umpire as well, he put something in his pocket and he looked down. He wasn't even looking at the stumps when it was here. I get it. I just think I was screwing at the time because obviously I think the Aussies. But then there's videos of Bairstow trying to catch. Of course. Absolutely. Do, do the same. But and he's as people just said with, with regards to cricket is that Bairstow wasn't trying to gain advantage. Like Lavashane was trying to get maybe a run, a cheeky run. He was trying to gain advantage where Besto wasn't. My problem with it is, you know me, I love shit hazardry. So I f- when you look at it and think, well, actually, fair play to the Aussies, they got because without if he hasn't gone there, we might have won that test. Let's be honest, right? If it's the other way round, we're not. We we are not winning that test because we're not going to do that, or we're not going to take the appeal through. Yeah, my, my we wouldn't pro- do that. My main problem with it is the Aussies. Mo- they're the Liverpool of. Uh, cricket. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Always... That is a huge statement. Well, they're, they're always... nicking everything around, smashing all the windows in. That's all stuff. <laughs> no, right? no, they're always the vi- they're always victims, never their fault, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Same as the Aussies. Like Smith is now portraying like he's the spirit of cricket, even though he got done for cheating, lied about it, cried about it. Do you know what I mean? And then of comes course. in and tries to be like the big man all the time. I hate that geezer. I hate Lavashane. Do you know what I mean? I hate the Aussies pretty much when you're playing sport against them. Really nice when you meet them in the walkabout pubs and stuff. But yeah, you know sticky I mean? floor in, in Wimbledon. But... But, I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, it, it's just that it, it, when you play at that highest level, it's a, it, it, it is just about winning. And cricket has kind of held this sort of spirit of cricket. And I'm, I, I coach kids, as you know, I do a lot of that. And the spirit of cricket, I, I teach with the spirit of cricket in mind. I'm teaching the kids to be respectful. If you nick it, go, blah, 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 blah. But at the top end of cricket, to win or lose, it is a lot more cutthroat. And but, it's so much harder to play within that boundary. But, then but he, I also love how the Aussies are getting upset about these 80-year-old blokes in Zimmer frames well, calling them prats. The, it's spirit, like, oh, the spirit of cricket only works when it's for you because England have done... Stuart Broad never walked a couple of years ago. Of course, he, exactly right. One. Exactly uh, the case. The one that got me was the Stark one where I'm watching that and thinking, well, he's not out because you rubbed the ball across the pitch, mate. And then they're claiming, oh, he was under control. Well, you're not under control because your body... You're, you've dropped the ball pretty much because you've got your hand... Like, I've always thought that wasn't, weren't I think out. It's, but... I think the best and also, thing about the Aussies, they... They they literally appeal for everything. Yeah, if it could hit him in the chest and they're appealing LBW and stuff, it's really annoying. I think it's it, it's just a, it's uh it's what is good is that we're talking about cricket and I think that's the thing that people can get the ump, not get the ump, agree with a decision, not you're someone who doesn't overly you're not bothered about cricket but you're talking about cricket. It's 
it's created conversation, and I, I tell you what, it's now created energy going into tomorrow, oh, which is and the one all the, the Yorkshire about. test is going to be proper. If they thought, oh mate, they, they are going to I've been up there last they year. They thought it was Lords lively. was rough. Wait till they go to you wait to you know Yorkshire. Jim from Sheffield with his four and mates. I'd say been, I'd say wait till mad. just probably after lunch. When they've started the, beer got the train. you've got the Western Terrace, yeah, which is on the left of like where we were last year, and that is lively as hell. Well, they do the beer train, don't they? They do the beer train. That's the one where where Stokes got the big hundred and we yeah. won, and we've obviously made a few changes. So it's exciting times. You know I mean, and the, that's what annoyed me as well. Warner getting upset about a few seventy-year-old men who probably said something like they did. Um, cheat. I don't do know know I mean, where he is it. a cheat. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're talking facts, but yeah, you know I mean, there, you know? there was there was three. I'm going to try and find it. Someone, and I might be completely wrong, right? The three MCC guests who were banned, their names were unreal. Like the most MCC people that you can ever imagine, like their names, they are incredible. If I can find them, all double barreled, all like incredible, their names. If I find them, I saw them like leaked the other day. It was exceptional. How posh those three guys were! It's like <laughs> Gryffindor, Smythe, McBurney. It was just so honestly, it was sensational. If I find, I have to send him during the past. But yeah, no. But it's the cricket's been good. Um, but, work's yeah, been sorry. good. So the sorry to anyone who's come on here thinking this is the Wimbledon had a one was had a dream podcast and talking about Wimbledon. It ain't cricket info and stuff like that. Or... So do we? We're in the new <laughs> season, Lee. How are you feeling? Are we? Are we? Have we put to bed the the ghost of seasons past, or are you st- is it still? Is there still a hangover? For me, there's still a hangover. I'm not. I I will be going to a few games. We'll talk about that later. But for me, I still the love for Wimbledon still isn't a hundred percent at the moment. I'm still there's still a few things that rile me up with the club. I still the the football club for me has become more of a political party than a football club sometimes. Uh, and I'm still yeah. I I think some people say we got to put to bed what happened last season, but then we said that the season before and it's gone on. Uh, I do like some of the things that the club are doing. I don't know if it's solely Chris Fault, but some of the content they're putting out with the interview at his house. Do you know I, I mean? haven't seen that. Was that, and I didn't see the one where he mic'd him up in training. Was it good? I, 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 enjoy, I think think the content that the fans want to see. I really do. I think it's better than the. the I, I'm not a big fan. Like, I, I said it was quite cringy with the players ringing up fans saying, "Well done for buying season tickets." And then my missus said, oh, that's a sweet thing. That's a really nice thing to do. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm very cynical and very... I was oh, very, very cynical, yeah. You know what I mean? A player rings... Oh, I don't want a player ringing me, but then that's just who I am. Some people love it. Do you know what I mean? But the interview with Johnny Jackson in his house, I thought it was really good. It was showed him as uh, his personality a little bit more, which is what a lot of people said. He's got a really good personality, but no one's really seen it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was good. That was a... You know what I mean? Proper... It was more professional kind of interviewing kind of stuff and at his okay. house and quite relaxed. And then the mic'd up stuff. Yeah, Jackson needs to work on his fitness because... Oh, oh really? Is he struggling with it? <laughs> it's quite funny because he put a mic on and he's trying to join in and then he, he's literally breathing like I would if I played five minutes. And where are you at with the whole Jackson stuff? I know it's a new season. Are we... Do you know what? It's a new start. We're going to give him time. We're going to be... We're just going to see where he go or where where are we sitting with him? It's a tough one because I think, as I said, I think the the the, the interviews and stuff they've done have have really, for me, elevated him again. But you know what I'm like. I said this on a, a, a Twitter space that we did uh, a few weeks ago: is we lose to Grimsby, we lose to Wrexham, and then we we say we lost, say we lose to Sutton. I'm You're definitely in trouble, Jackson. aren't you? Yeah, yeah of I course, mean, yeah. And, uh, but I, I do want him to do really well. I really do. And some of the players that they've brought in, 
you know what I mean? If it's Jackson, Cope or whatever, they've got to be working as a team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm quite, yeah, I'm looking forward to next season with regards to what's on the pitch. You know what I mean? It's off the field stuff that I really don't like and the politics that goes on with supporting Wimbledon sometimes. Uh, but Jackson, I, I think it's still going to be very hard for him, Danny, to to come back from last season. I, I, really, I really feel for him because whether you're in or out and stuff, and, you know, we try and be football fans supportive, but, mate, that was rough last year, end of last year, and the things that were said and the booing and the chanting and stuff. I kind of, I'm, I'm stuck in two ways. I'm kind of a little bit in disbelief that he's still the manager on the fact of how bad it got. But I'm also quite chuffed and quite proud that some people in the club go, no, he's our man, we're going to back him. And I'm pleased that we're a club that don't necessarily get rid of managers that quickly. But I just, uh, it's a huge ask and it's a huge call for someone to keep him, bearing in mind, unless really we're going to be in the top 10, he's just going to be out there to be shot at. Because ultimately, if we're mid-table, I mean, he'd have had a a season of 20... What was it twenty second we came? Was it or twenty first and tenth? I mean, is that see, mid mid table next season doesn't worry me too much, Stanley, because the fact that we're still trying to get rid of a lot of the dead wood that were put on stupid contracts, we might not be able to get rid of all that dead wood this season. Which the problem I got with the club, and this is what I say, is they need to sometimes stop saying stuff like last year we were going for promotion, we were going for playoffs. Do you know what I mean just yeah. be 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 realistic with our what what we're going to do like Craig Cope said there's going to be a massive overhaul and coal was used which doesn't seem to be the case now because we've got players under contract i know there's a long way to go before we play our first game on 5th of august and we might be able to shift some players still but do you know what i mean just stop using words that when you can't actually follow through with them yeah. do you know what i mean be be realistic with what what the fans want and see and i think if we finish mid table this league is going to be very tough next year this a lot of teams doing good business. We look at our business and think, yeah, we're doing well. Do you know what I mean? Wrexham ain't even signed a player yet. So I don't know what they're going to be doing. I think they're actually going to struggle next year, Wrexham. I don't think they're going to do as well as people think oh, they I will. I think they're going to absolutely walk it. Do you? No, I don't. I think it's early, Again, I just feel like they've done a lot of business that they've already got. They're going to come up. I think they're going to, they'll strengthen when they need to strengthen. Mm. I think it's, I think Salford are interesting as well. They just got Osama Ashley, didn't they? Obviously from Colchester. Yeah, um, no, good though, man. But, so, in terms of the players in, 12 out, Frimpong, Cosgrave, Chislett, Robinson, um, Dunter, Marsh, Jenkins, Fisher, Ajay Hersey, Bolton, Pierre. That's 11, sorry. Um, I guess the younger lads were probably relatively clear-cut, from my understanding. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Like People were saying about Jenkins and uh, saying we should have maybe kept him as... Someone to to keep around. Someone said about there was a. He's keeper. the boy that scored a Rochdale, yeah. Yes, and yeah. there was the keeper who's just signed for Forest, and I think you messaged Griffith, me saying, yep. saying, "How are we losing youth players, and then they go and play for Forest?" The reason why people like that leave is that say they're on about three hundred quid a week. They're not on not on loads of money with Wimbledon, but for us that probably is enough to say we could get rid of four players on three hundred quid a week, and then we sign our three youngsters: Morgan Williams, Sasu, and Paris Locke they're going to be closer to getting in the first team than say Harry Griffiths. Yeah. He probably won't ever get near our first team. Probably Spike Brits was before him and now he's gone to Man City. Do you know what I mean? We've got a fee for him. And the thing is people like Forrest can get 500 youth team players, pay them 300 quid a week and it ain't even going to touch the sides. Do you know what I mean? And then they're going to hope that 10 of them maybe make it or go on to do other stuff. Jenkins, the other one, everyone said we shouldn't have got rid of him. We should have. I only see him at Rochdale. He's got a good goal. Don't know if he was that good. The fact that he's now 
him and Azurshi are training uh, are on trial at Chelmsford. Says are they to really? Me, yeah, says to oh, me I that, didn't know that says to me the level that they are. Do you know what I mean? Which is great. Conference South is a good level to go play football. Good, good luck, to you boys. Go and start again. Try and work your way back up. But for us, we need players who are going to step into League Two next year, and the ones that we've brought in are head and shoulders above Jenkins, unfortunately. Do you know what I mean? So we can't can't keep carrying players just because they're homegrown and we want them to do well. They really need to step in. They really need to be Asals. Do you know what I mean? When Asal come in, it was like I'm here. I'm going to be a first team footballer for AC Wimbledon. I'm going to move on as soon as I get the deal, which he did. Do you know what I mean? And that's what we need nowadays. We 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 can't carry players. Uh, and we need first team footballers who are going to come in and do a job at League Two. It's a tough level, man. Tough level. What's oh, your thoughts? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, where did so where did George Marsh end up? Do he hasn't know? signed for anyone. I've kept an eye on that because I thought he might have gone to a Colchester somewhere like that. I know that there's plenty of time left in the transfer window. I don't there think is, closes yeah. till what the end of August. But someone like George Marsh, the problem is with George Marsh is he got released by us as our highest paid player on three and a half grand a week. He's he's going to have to take a much. step down, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? A lot of footballers are out there now. Do you know what I mean? That's why we're... we're I'm very impressed with what Cope has done with the fact that we've signed three Northern players. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where people before said you can't sign Northern players, they won't move to Wimbledon. Well, they will if there's okay money involved. Do you know what I mean? A hundred grand a year, you're going to live comfortably on the outskirts of Wimbledon. Do you know what I mean? You're not yeah. going to be poor. You can probably live... If you if you haven't got a missus, or, or even if you have got young missus and stuff, she might work in London, might get a job in London. Remember as well, Lee, like where the training ground is, you're not a million miles away from the A3, so you can drive half an hour south from the A3, and if you can get to, you know, anyone getting to work within 45 minutes, you can end up. You're not far away. You can you can get halfway to Portsmouth, and you, you're not yeah. going to pay a fortune. That's what it. I mean. When people say oh, Wimbledon's really expensive, it is, but you ain't asking people to go live in the village. No, do you know what I mean you're asking people <laughs> no, no, you're not, not next to the tennis. Are you? You're asking people to say live in Redhill or do you know what I mean yeah. live in Kent or live in Essex and travel around? Do you know what I mean? You know, and 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 on hundred grand a year, I think you're probably doing all right as a footballer on that. And I think nowadays there's a lot of footballers who are out of work who think actually, do you know what I mean? Wimbledon's probably a good club paying me two and a half grand a week. I'll take that all, all day long. So I mean, I'm, I'm, what I'm in, what I was interested with is obviously I'll, I'm looking at the list now and. Pierre was interesting because I probably would have kept him, but I didn't know anything about the the guys we bought. And now we've got a couple of decent defenders in. I kind of feel that's probably the right move for him and for us. I don't know if he's linked anywhere, but it's been relatively recent. Chislet, obviously, going to Port Vale probably is about right. Lower end League One. Is he going to rip it up? I'm not convinced. He, I'm with you on it in terms of. I thought I definitely rated him higher than you did, but I still don't think he's really going to rip up League One. I think he's kind of, in my opinion, I think he's a squad player League One, or he starts in League Two, which is what he was with us. Um, so I don't necessarily. I think I thought he might end up, maybe somewhere possibly better than Port Vale, but he 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 he'll do. They've they've actually brought a few players in, so. I'm not too distressed about Chislet. Um, the rest of them, I mean, the only thing, obviously, and I've got to speak about it, is Zach Robinson, because I still, I don't know the full ins and outs of the story. I would have thought, even with the players that have come in, he would have, he would have a role to play with us. If we weren't going to have him, we definitely should have sold him and got him off the books. But there must be a reason why. But maybe you can tell me more. 
But yeah, we, we'll go back to Pierre and first, and then we'll come on. I'll come on to Zach after. But with Pierre, I think, I think we offered him. I think we offered him a deal. I'm not 100 percent on that. So please, who Pierre or Pierre? But okay. we we did offer Manny Monte a deal from uh, Walsall, and that was pretty much going to be a done deal, I think. And then obviously, once the window opens and his agent gets involved, I think he's gone and took more money somewhere else. I'm not overly unhappy about that either because I didn't think he was that good for Walsall. Uh, Pierre, I'm not overly unhappy where I thought he was very unfit. The only reason you sign him is if you give him a pre-season and he comes in. But the two lads we've signed, they both played for Stockport last year. I think they, I don't know the amount of games they played, but they definitely played 10 or 15, 20 games for a, yep. a good Stockport County team. Do you know what I mean? I think they're better than what we've had previously other than Towler. Do you know what I mean? You take Towler out of the mix, I think they're two better centre-backs. The only worry I've got now is we've got, what, five centre-backs in Will, PK, uh, Johnson... Lewis and Pierce, not bad five centre backs because you know. Two I of actually, them think about Brown, who could put, well, who could play there. Could we'll go not, on to Brown but... later on because oh, I'm God, hoping Brown won't be a bad start season, but I think he will be. Uh, with Zach Robinson, everyone keeps saying, "Why have we?" He obviously didn't want to be here. I don't think Jacko and Terry wanted him to be here. Either. I don't think they liked his attitude or something behind. Something's happened behind the scenes because we shifted him after signing a two new two year deal straight away. Got him back, shifted him straight away in January, which, you know what I mean, says that they don't want him around the place and then we've shifted him again now. People keep saying, why didn't we sell him? Well, it's like you putting your house up for sale, Danny, and no one putting a bid in. Do you know what I mean? No one wanting to buy your house. What are you going to do? You can't just go, well, I'm going to sell it. Well, no one wants to buy it. So then you look at loan markets. You look at maybe renting it instead. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what we've done. I think we've got an offer from Dundee. They've paid us a loan fee. We've received that. We've also, I'm, I'm guessing on this, I'm 100% true on the loan fee. We've got that. I'm guessing that they're paying his full wages. Because I would guess so. It would be it's, mad it's, not it's, to. Yeah, I, I think it's bad business if we haven't gone, you're paying his full wages. So I'm guessing they're paying his full wages. And we've got another striker lined up to come in that we want. And we've got rid of someone that we don't want and someone that don't want to be here. He's Do you think there's anything now. about the fact that he's 21 and that if he runs out of contract, we get a little payout. Well, there's something in that. Yeah, and also at the end of the season, we can offer him a new deal still. So we can say we're going to offer you a new one-year contract on £100 a week. He'll turn us down, and then whoever he signs for has to pass a fee. Okay. So when, also, you put it, when you put it that way, that's actually not particularly bad business. And also, now he goes to Dundee, he's playing in the, the Scottish Premier League, so he's probably going to get a little bit more, what's the word, exposure, because he'll yep. be playing against Celtic, he'll be playing against Rangers. Do you know what I mean? He'll be playing on Sky Sports, possibly. Do you know what I mean? So he'll get a bit more exposure. If he goes up there and scores goals, it works out for him. Dundee might then go, right, we've got to buy this kid. If not, someone in January might go, I don't know how. I don't know if there's a break clause in it at all. I'm just guessing here again. You have to say this because people will jump in your DMs otherwise saying you told us this. But I'm guessing that we, we you know, like it's happened to us on numerous occasions. We've had yeah. a striker. Come January, well, Taylor, look at Taylor. Yeah, gone back, sold someone else, so, and I think we probably could do that. And we'll we've got a loan fee out of it. His wages are being covered, and we'll we'll possibly get a fee at the end of the season. So, yeah, I think for all parties, us, him, and Dundee, it's probably a win-win situation. I mean, yeah, I guess that what the way that you dressed it up makes a lot of sense. It's sort of, I guess for me, from now until the end of the season, I'm obviously looking at our right. I've got I'm on transfer marked. I've got them both on the departures and the arrivals. For me, the mo the fascinating thing now for me isn't really about who comes in; it's who else is going to go. 
there's obviously, from my in my opinion, there's at least two players, maybe maybe one or two more, but there's definitely two players that I've got question marks on as to where whether they're going to be around, whether we want them around, whether they want to be around, or whether they're kind of the last stain on our kind of relegation we move on, which obviously one was Brown, one was Woodyard, and for me, the other one is Zanev. So I think those three, I think Woodyard and Brown are in slightly different camps to Zanev. Um, for me, they are anyway. I, I still would have Zanev, to be honest. Whether whether I, I'm... If we're if and again it was that question of if we're just looking to be mid table, I'm having Zanev and I'm not worrying about another keeper. I'll have him, he can do that. We're not gonna get promoted with Zanev, but I don't think we're gonna get relegated with him either. I guess the question for me is Woodyard and Brown are two players who have, are quite, in my opinion, would be quite big personalities. They're two players who probably would shape the culture, you'd think, or they'd be the two people you kind of feel like, look, lead us, take us forward. And I, I just feel like for them too, their races are run a little bit. I don't have any negative personal thoughts about either of them, but I just feel maybe for best for us and for them, maybe they go and get another gig somewhere and maybe we use that money elsewhere. But what, I don't know where you sit with that. No, come on. Sir. One player I forgot to mention a minute ago, which you said it was uh, Ethan Chislett gone up Paul Val. I thought he was going to get a bigger move than that because he was prime Lionel Messi to his family and to some of our, our, our fans. Uh, he wasn't a big fan of the podcast because someone. Why do you Why do you think that though? Why did you think there was such a he for me? He was one of the few players that genuinely loads of people had a massively, massively varied view on. Like I know we we speak about the dad and all the messages, but I thought he was decent but not brilliant. But with so many guys who thought he was unbelievable, people like you who just didn't rate him. Why do you think? What was it about him that polarized? Slash encourage so many, do you think? It's a weird one, yeah, because like, it'll, it'll score a goal out enough. Colchester was brilliant. The goal at uh, Crawley was unreal. I just don't think he'd done it enough. You could see in them split seconds that he had it. He just didn't do it all the time for me. And he might have worked hard and stuff, but he was should have been a goal-scoring midfielder. I know he's, well, he's got eight last year, which is quite good. It, I think it was our top scorer in the end, wasn't it? Or, he sorry, wasn't far top, off. Uh, that was Ali, uh, top scorer from midfield. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we weren't bad. I just, yeah, I... Didn't like his his dad's comments and having a go at Asal and stuff. Do you know what I mean? You're, that's your son's teammate. You're making your son look bad for me, and I didn't really like that kind of stuff. And do you know what I mean? That probably why it kind of annoyed me with him. But he wasn't a big fan of ours, uh, Ethan Chisley. He, he blocked us from uh, Twitter. Well, I didn't even know that until someone tagged him the other day and something to say he's off when he wrote his little goodbye speech. And yeah, he blocked us. So, Did he? Yeah, I don't know why, but. But yeah, good luck to him. I hope he goes well at Port Vale. I thought he was getting a massive move to Portsmouth or something, but he's gone to the lower end of League One. Uh, but yeah, he's escaping the lower end of League Two at the end of the day, isn't he? So fair play to him. He's going up the level. Yeah, I mean, got, like, like you said, I've got, I've got no, I'm, I'm not. I would have thought he was on one of the lower wages. I reckon he's probably at an age. I don't really know quite how old he is. I'm sure I'll find out in a minute. But he was, he's probably at an age where he's thinking, do you know what, I need to. I want to kick on, you know, I know he's South African, he might, I mean, what is he, 24? The reality of it is he's probably got two good moves. If he has this decent move and he plays all right for Port Vale, there's a decent possibility he may jump up a league if he's lucky. I mean, we spoke about Neston not being any good. He played a year of championship. So I'm not overly, yeah, Ethan Chislett, I'm not devastated about losing because I think there's, 
plenty of other guys who fit in. The players obviously liked him. Where are you sitting with Woodyard, mate? Woodyard and Brown. So I, I had a conversation with one of my mates regarding Woodyard. Uh, he thinks Woodyard's going to be okay. He was playing with injury last year. Uh, I, I'm still not having him. I, he, I said our, our standards some with some fans have dropped so low nowadays that we we are. I don't get how we're liking all these players that have. He's been, he was our captain for the last couple of years, and we've got relegated and won what no games in 27, and then last year we finished fourth from bottom in the lowest tier uh, in in football league. Do you know what I mean? And from January onwards, we were awful. We lost to Sutton. Do you know what I mean? Like there was no fight in a lot of our games last year, and I thought you're the cap, you're the club captain. Do you know what I mean? Like, come on, it's just uh, his body language in a few of the games. You know that time when he got subbed off. Do you know what I mean? I just don't think. Yeah, he. I don't know if I want him to be. I know a lot of people think he's. They don't want him to be. I thought he's the worst captain we've ever had. It's a weird one for me because if you look at the photos, and again, we might be reading a little bit more too, too much into this, and they might have just been swapping shirts and stuff. But looks like Jake Reeves has been given the number four shirt, which was Woodyard's. And oh. Woodyard don't. I haven't seen a shirt with his with him having a number on it, so that's very strange. But again, that could just be the fact that Reeves picked up the wrong shirts that day or something, and they're, they're in. Photos. I mean, are we are we naive to kind of? I feel a little bit guilty on the fact that maybe we just dump all of our issues on Woodyard as captain and go, right, do you know what? You were captain. I don't think he's a bad football player. I just feel like, and again, he's he's younger than I thought. I thought he'd be in like 32, 33, he's only 30. So I just wonder for him whether he's got one more move, in my opinion, a big move, if he if he's good enough. is he? He's nowhere near League One though, is he? I mean, he's not going to go up a league, is he? For me, he's not near League Two. We found that out last year, Danny. He was running around like a headless chicken in some of the games. And this is before he... Supposedly was was injured. I just I'm not having him at all. I haven't had him since he walked through the door. I, I do you know what I mean? I, I, there's there's been something wrong with the club and the players for two years now. I ain't just been. Do you know what I mean? We could people put it at Johnny Jackson's door. People put it there. It was our transfer committee before that. But he was our captain. Has been here for a couple of years. And and you think of stuff that's happened off the scenes with the the end of season do. Do you know what I mean? And stuff like that. You're the club captain. That that shouldn't be happening. No matter who you are, do you know what I mean? Players shouldn't be coming in late, drunk. Do you know what I mean? God, I don't know what goes on at the training ground. Do you know what I mean? Before last season, we've got the the stuff with Jackson now. He's mic'd up, and you see it. But do you know what I mean? You should not have that as a cup captain. Lee Brown, he's another one. I think he walked through the door with a move that suits him more than it suited us at the time. He, he's closer to home. I he's think he's his, been really disappointing. He's got his building company that he's making good money oh, from. He? Yeah, he's got a building company. They do luxury uh, uh, houses or something. They do, okay. That's something with guys like that. Oh, fair play, Jim. Um, um, yeah, fair play. Anyone who has a business outside football, unless it's herbal life, I kind of can get on board with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. I hated that when players were punting herbal life when they used to play There football. was a bloke, Henderson, from Rochdale at the time. Oh. He used to go mental for uh, it. I loved him, Cal Kennedy, but he was another one who was punting herbal life left right and center but now fair play he's got a proper business that when he retires he's got something to fall back on and probably making him decent money i just think that mood suited him more than it suited us at the moment he said one swear word on a an interview once and everyone wanted to make him manager uh which was nuts at the time but i've been really disappointed with him and again he was one of the ones who played up at the christmas party was drunk do you know what i mean was rude to people uh and i just think you don't disrespect your so, professional football first game of the season August was it a month today? Yeah. 
is Lee Brown and Alex Woodyard in our in in our football club? Are they in the are they in the are they in the squad? Not in the match day squad. Are I'd they? Say, I, I think club? I think Alex Woodyard would be in the squad. I don't think he starts. Depends on who we sign. Still, we still yep. got Winder left. He yep. he's in probably possibly in the squad. Uh, Lee Brown's nowhere near it for me at the moment. I'm hope- I got told by someone, and again, this is just what I got told is that we told some players to stay away that we didn't want. I just don't see how they go anywhere at the moment. They're under contract. Then they, I mean, why would they go anywhere yep. with a year to go? My problem is as well, though, is that we've taken them to Spain. Do you know what I mean? To go, you're training with the team. You're part of this. Now, this is a team bonding for next season to get the boys closer. To They're get all in Linekers, aren't they? No, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it, it, all I just on the fishbowls. Has anything been learnt from the end of the season? Do when they all got smashed, and maybe maybe tomorrow when they or Friday when they do the meet the the player the players go out and meet the fans and that they don't get smashed on Friday because I know they got ready on Saturday. But you never know of a couple of them. That's why I'm really really disappointed with Nick Zanev, and I like him to go. Nick Zanev was apparently one of the ones as well who was drunk, being quite disrespectful, and I think that's because he thought a move was on the cards in the summer. So right. Blackburn were after him. I think he knew that that was a move that he was hoping to get and becoming a number two in the championship. They then said, no, we, we're not going to follow through on that. And then he thought, fuck, I'm stuck here now. You know what I mean? I'm stuck at Wimbledon. So where does oh, he go now, do you think? I mean, There's is also he... something that really annoys me, right? And I know it probably don't annoy you as much and it don't annoy a lot of people. No, no. But it's liking Milton Keynes stuff on Instagram. Yeah, that would annoy... It doesn't overly bother me, but that would annoy you. But Henry Lawrence has been released, hasn't he, by Chelsea. He was on loan last year at the Scum. Oh, he's been released by Chelsea, is he? Yeah, yeah, good. And uh, he he put a picture up of him playing for Scum, saying, oh, blah, blah. and then Nick Zanev is like, like, I just think, what are you doing, mate? Like, And I know some people say, look, it, get over it, but it just really annoys me. It's just disrespectful to the, the women that you're playing for. Do you know what I mean? So, I can understand it. I mean, I'm, I'm not bothered about him. I'm just interested with Zanev. So same questions I had with about about Woodyard and that. Um, first game of the season, is he around, Zanev? If what you, I, for me, I don't. I, Nathan because I would have thought he'd have gone. Nathan Brune's if probably he was going to go, he'd have gone. Nathan Brune's probably a lovely guy, lovely fella. I just don't think he's good enough. Yeah. Because you've been here what now? A year and a half, two years. Yeah. You haven't forced Zanev out of being number one. Spoke only when Zanev was injured last year. Uh, which I don't think was a proper injury. Either. I think that was him thinking he was getting a move in the summer. Uh, but yeah, Zanev was injured. So Broom come in, didn't really show anything that you think, yeah, that, that would be our first choice goalkeeper next year. So a year and a half, you haven't shown anything. Then unfortunately, you're not good enough to be a Wimbledon goalkeeper. Nick Zanev, maybe I'll keep him as a reserve goalkeeper. I'll keep him as our number two, but I think we need to be looking at bringing a new keeper in. I understand we're looking at the loan market to bring a goalkeeper in as well. So yeah, we'll be, thought, because I it, think that's going to happen. It's worked previously. I know we were after, I think we were after James Shea. From oh, Liverpool, really? But I think he, yeah, I think he. I saw the links of Jamal Blackman, but he's gone. Yeah. He went to. Some Exeter, of them were just too much, too much money. No, he was released by Exeter. Whereas he's definitely playing, he's been signed by someone. But yeah, yeah I think we're going to, it's worked for us previously. You look at Kelly Roos. You look at players like that. Obviously, Rambo's the big one, but Rambo could have gone on loan to anyone. Who's the guy who's at Millwall now? Brilliant goalkeeper. I don't he, know. When we started in League One, he, he played and he went to Hull. He'll come to me. Honestly, but, he's the first Burn Albion, Jamal Blackman's gone to. Oh, okay. The other guy, is, he's the Millwall number one now. 
I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I just think we're going to look at the low market. I think that'll save us money in the long run. Uh, and if, if Nick wants George to George play... Long. George oh, Long. Oh, George Long, yeah, I love and George Connell Long. And Conal Truman is there as well, by the way. <laughs> George Long was brilliant. Uh, yeah. only, but the one that's really shot me and done really well since he left us, where I thought he was just going to bomb out of football in the end because he let that that lob in. You remember? Uh, what's his name? The one that ended up at Coventry. You know the one that went on... Oh, Scott yeah, Watson. Huh? Not Ben, is it Ben Watson? Ben Watson, it might be Ben Watson. Yeah, the one who said you pay my wages and everyone got the... Um... And the goalkeeper, and we all, we've yeah. got the right up with him. And he was, yeah. Is it Ben Watson? Yeah. Well, I, feel I know like exactly that. what you mean. I've got a mad on names here. Um, Jules Long was brilliant. Have I told you a story about Jules Long? No. So, Jack was a goalkeeper. My boy Jack was was a keeper, and he was playing for Women Academy and stuff. And I said... Ben I messaged, Wilson. Ben, ben Wilson. Wilson. I said Ben Wilson. So, I messaged Jules Long the year we stayed up, and he went back to... He was on loan from Sheffield United, I think, and he went. He ended up signing for Hull. So yeah. I just messaged him out of the blue and said, "Look, thanks for last season. My son met him at the end, got an autograph. I said, look, my boy, boy's a goalkeeper. Thinks you're brilliant. Thanks for helping us stay up. Good luck in your career." So he, he messaged me back and said, "I'll oh, wash your son's name, wash your dress. I'll sort him out." Saying, "I get through the post. I get two uh, gloves. His hands are massive, by the way. Uh, a pair of gloves signed by George on two Jack. Keep up the good work." Keep up being a keeper, George Long, and it, a handwritten letter to Jack saying, "Look, thanks very much." Oh, for amazing! Really means, yeah, George Long, uh, brilliant lad. Yeah, my son. I mean, how easy is that as well? I mean, like I said, it'll take five or ten minutes, but Mate, mental well to it. He's got it still. The glove's still, you know, a little frame in his room. Letters, yeah, with him. Do you know what I mean? It meant a lot to him. And as I said, George Long was his, as he, he was a keeper at the time. He's not a keeper anymore. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he broke his arm recently, my boy as well. <laughs> oh, bless him! Was he being was he in goal? No, no, he went to control the ball. You know when you go control the ball and you slip on it. You know when yeah. you slip right underneath it, like it well, goes... I never do. I just control well, it and put it in top. I'm, bins, I'm, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, you're one I of them. I don't both. even need to control it because I'm one touch football, mate. I've always but, said that. Do you know what I mean? He went to control it, slipped, landed on his arm, broke it in two places. Oh Jack my Finch, god! Walla, Walla. Well, we've spoken about the guys who have come out, um, yep. and I think I, I, I don't feel particularly. Like there's a huge shocks or anything. In terms of coming in, there's been some really interesting movement, and obviously mm. Wimbledon loved to start the. We started with Jake Reeves, obviously. The dog, a Wimbledon fans absolutely love an old boy coming back. They're talking about Piggott already, but he's been released by the Switch. They're talking about him coming back and this nonsense. Um, obviously, the Lyle Taylor is he ever going to finish the career at Wimbledon? Okay. Conversation continues to roll. Jake Reeves coming back has been really interesting. Wimbledon, obviously, we normally go and do a big signing. We all get excited and then we start coming down to earth, which has happened. Jake Reeves, though, does seem like, a, from my understanding, if he's anywhere near the player that we had at the right time, thinking about Woodyard, thinking about that, that seems like a massive like for... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Like, but that, Danny, if he's anything like the player he was last season for Stevenage, then we've got one of the best players in League Two last year. Jake yeah, but, played, he, but, but, but why would he be released then by, by Steve? He wasn't released. They wanted, to, they wanted him to sign another contract. I right. don't think he liked the travelling. There's also a manager up there that not a lot of players really get along with. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Even, do you know what I mean? I don't know what he's like behind the scenes, but when you speak to some players, they... they he's annoying, not. but you, you go up, don't you, with him? Yeah, and he wins games. I don't know if he gets glowing reports from people, but you win games. And I think, I think Jake Reeves is a... Not local lad, but he's like we were talking earlier. He's probably closer to us than he is Stevenage, and you got to go up to Stevenage every weekend. Do you know what I mean? It can be a little bit for you. I know he moved up to Bradford, but I think he's now back down near us. Yeah, they wanted to sign him like for next year. Now, I've, I've, do you know what I mean? He, he probably thinks I can get another promotion. With well, Wimbledon he's the same age belt. as Woodyard, which is interesting. But I think he'll probably come to us a bit fresher, and I feel like it's a good. It, it's an easy fan favorite kind of signing, if that makes sense. I saw it, and I, I, I'm I'm really big on not going back to players who we used to have and stuff because I kind of feel like yes, there's I, hundreds. But he looks like a genuine but player. Dan, I'm not, I'm not one of these people that go, but like like everyone keeps as you said, Piggott, Lyle Taylor. I wouldn't have both of them back now. One, I wouldn't have Piggott back now because he hasn't played in about two seasons. He even went on loan at Portsmouth. I don't think he played a lot of games at Portsmouth. We went on loan there. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So yeah, he hasn't Colby played a lot. Lyle Taylor has not played a lot of games now. He's older. He'll be slower. He hasn't played a lot of games. We we want a lot of people want the player when they left. So we want yeah, Lyle Taylor when he scored the goal against Milton Keynes. We want that Lyle Taylor. We want the one that scored against Wembley. You're not going to get that one back, unfortunately. With Jake Reeves, I think we will get a better Jake Reeves than when he played for us. Do but... you really? Hmm. Well, that's a bit cool. No, if, if, if we have, if played, we have, that he's is gone and played stunning. for bigger and better club, not Steve Jane. But, but he has, but... he has his injury record has been pretty lively though. I'm he's not saying he's been injured. injury at Bradford. The rest, of, look at where we played. I said this to someone. I said my worry is his injury record. He played like 46 games last year. He played 33 the year before. Look at where he's played. He played. He's played game. You got to just remember that he had one bad season at Bradford where he got injured. But yeah, he, he played, played, yeah, last year he played 47 games. Yeah, that's better than Woodyard. Yeah, oh, there's no argument about that. And I think that's... Uh, and I actually and think yeah. we're, we're getting a better player in Jake Reeves now than when he left us. And that's the difference with getting players. Like you said a minute ago, George Long. I'd take George Long back as Wimbledon number one tomorrow because we're getting a better George Long than when we had him. So like Aaron Ramsdale. Say Aaron Ramsdale became available tomorrow. We'll take Aaron Ramsdale back tomorrow because yeah. he's a better Aaron Ramsdale than when he played for us. Yeah, okay. And that's what we got to look at. People keep looking at the the old players and the old boys and go, "We got to get them back." <clears throat> Only if they're better or near that player when they left. Which I mean, I don't have that. of the players that we've signed, right? And obviously, I'm excluding, by the way, the three young lads. Jake yeah. Reeves seems to be the one guy from all of the players that we've signed in preseason that is an absolute shoe in starter. You've obviously yeah. got the two guys from Stockport, right? Yeah. Ryan Johnson and you've got Joe Lewis. Interesting that we're loaning from in, within the division, which is quite unusual. But he, they both seem quite highly rated. And it looks like with those players, those two, like you said, Nightingale, PK, Pierce, that's five centre-backs. So I kind of feel like with them, they're done. But they kind of also fit. We wanted tall, strong, physical centre-backs. And they've kind of fit the bill for me. 
But I don't well, know. I, 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 I spoke like to, to a Stockport fan who does a, a Stockport podcast, uh, and he said to Joe Lewis, he's young, he's quick, he's strong, but he, he does have a few mistakes in him. And I think, and he, he signed a contract with Stockport after they sent him on loan to us. So they, they want to keep him. And that's someone that is looking to go for automatic promotion this year in Stockport. Do you know what I mean? And they obviously know that we've. I don't know if we're going from, as I said, I'd be having my table, but they, we, some of our players will say we're going for the playoffs and some of our fans will look at that. But they obviously think that we could be doing better next year than we did last year. And they've got a player who's going to come down and possibly take points off their right. What do they say about Johnson? Johnson, I've just got to bring it up because we signed him quite a little while ago. I think, yeah, yeah. I think they said again. Ben Reeves, Newville, Bugiel, and then it went all the other ones. But yeah, go on, Johnson. Johnson, again, he's strong, big, he can play with his feet. But unfortunately, I think my worry with Johnson is his injury record. Well, I reckon he's almost a straight swap for a peer. Yeah, yeah, and they both they're both big geezer. We wanted that. Uh yep. I'm I'm happy my worry, Danny, is we do this every transfer window. We've done it in January. We've done it last season. We get really excited about these new players coming in. And then within six months, we all think they're pricks and we want them to leave our club and they've got two years left on their deals. Do you know what I mean? That's what worries me. And I mean, the I, thing I take thing, it, I take yeah. them now with a pinch of salt and hope. The one I'm really excited about is Newville and McLean. Okay, because they're the, they're the two wingers, aren't they? Two wingers, because I think they've both got something to prove for different reasons. Yeah. So McLean's coming from non-league. He's come from Newcastle. Not he's Hereford, isn't he? Turn, yeah, Newcastle Midlands, Newcastle, uh, Newcastle upon line, under line, or something like that. Isn't it? Okay. I know he. Yeah. I know we we got him. So from he went Hereford. from Newcastle. He went from proper non-league to Hereford. Done okay at Hereford. Some Hereford fans said, "Oh no, he's no good," and all this. And but others say he's really. Apparently, he's really really quick. And, and yeah, I'm looking. I've, I think that we've always said we needed to find gems in non-league who are yeah. going to come rip it up, and then we go right. You've done well. You're off to the championship now for a good few million for us. Do you know what I mean, might not happen. He might end up back in non-league in a couple of years, but. I like the fact that we're taking... It's a better level than when we signed the Crow as well. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? There's something there. And Newville excites me because he's he's coming from Luton who have done very well over the years and probably that's why he's probably been released by them because of their rise has been so quick. And uh, I think he has something to prove. He's done really well at Sutton. On he was good till he got injured, didn't he, apparently? You know what I mean? And he he's played with Bugle before. Bugle's another one I think people need to get away from his goal record. Yeah, he's not going to be a striker. This sounds mad when you say it. He's not going to be a striker who scores your goals. No, but he'll be a striker who cause it'll be a nuisance. He'll cause issues. He won't stop working, which then means our two goal scorers in Ali and Davison will be able to hit the target. And it's, it is exciting, but I, I just don't like getting excited because I know within six months, me and you will be back on his pod. You'll be loving, and I'll be calling them pieces of shit. I mean, for for me, honestly, of all of the transfer windows, this has been the least. This has been the most underwhelming in terms of there hasn't been that there hasn't been that real for me. Normally you get that wow. There's just, there's like a big marquee signing or a big your this guy is gonna be it. Like we had the we had last year, oh. you know the year before last we had like Presley and we were like oh my god this guy's gonna be shit. mental. Last year we had Gunter and he was and Pierce. shit. I know that I know he was, but what I'm saying is in from. What we normally would have as a football fan, you're thinking, oh my God, we're going to get amazing players. Yeah. Apart from Jake Reeves, I look through the list and they're relatively 
in my from my humble opinion, they're relatively underwhelming. I'm looking and thinking we're not getting huge amounts of people from teams who are higher than us, but that's okay. The other thing that's interesting, there's only one loan so far. So they've obviously got lots of guys who are committed to a project. Minimum, all of these guys will be on a minimum of two years. So if these guys are half decent, they're going to be they're going to be good. Tilly is the one that I was kind of like, oh man, really? But I've read read about Crawley and they recognise that that we've got a good player there, and it's obviously clear that these are this is the first window of what I, you know of the Craig Cope era. This is before Thorns um, scouting. This is. Craig Cope going, this is our identity. This is how we want to go about it. So it's good to see we've got players coming in who are who are highly rated and, and, and we can now officially go, well, this is the players that our head of recruitment is identifying and he's obviously doing it for a number of reasons. But it, it's just, yeah, it's an interesting one because like I said, with Bugle, he'll, he'll clearly come in as a backup striker. No, I don't New- think he will. I'd, I, it's not going to start, mate, over over Al Hamadi and Davison. There's not a chance. We're not going to play three up front. I, for me, not with Pell. Not with Pell. Pell will go in that in the hole behind the two now. With with what you said about underwear, I actually I'm the opposite with it. I I never liked the fact that we had this. I said, "Oh, Reeves is probably our marquee signing so far this season." And someone said, "Probably now, if that's marquee, you know what I mean, it's quite low standard." But as I said, as you said before, we've had marquee signings before. None of them have really done anything. The ones who have never been marquee, like Lyle Taylor when he signed, was not a marquee signing. No one knew anything about him. His record was awful. Become one of our best strikers. Piggott, when he signed, it was underwhelming. We signed him from non-league, become everything that we ever wanted. Do you know what I mean? People were calling for him to come back. I, I actually like the fact that all these players are kind of under the radar and all have something to prove. They're all going to work hard, and that's what you in League Two. That's what you. That's why Stevenage done well last year. I uh, don't. Team, I don't oh, argue with that at all. You know I mean, you, you look at the players that Pearson we got Gunner last year. Year. Oh. last year, we got Young Coombs, yeah. right? We had Davison, Paris, Pell, Magoma. We had um, Hudlin, Pierce. Gunter Towler, right? They are the preseason. And Towler was guns. probably the one that everyone was like underwhelmed about. And Correct. Became our best and he was unbelievable. But people like what I'm saying is that from a strictly paper perspective, forget what your logic, which makes sense, and I understand it. But when you look on a piece of paper and you went over five years of our signings, look at the clubs, look at the players. On paper, from what you see, you, I don't look super excited because I don't know much about McLean. I know nothing about Johnson. I don't know a huge amount about Newville. And I, I'm a football fan. I don't know many of these players. But what is interesting is that this is clearly the start of a new DNA of what we're trying to get. Hmm. And what I'm really, because normally by now, as you know, we've picked up a loan player from a Premier League club. We've done it every single year. We had Magoma. You go back and back and back. You had Presley. You can go back and Oxen and all this nonsense. We haven't even touched that market yet. And it's either a clear, we're moving away from signing backup players from the Premier League, or we've decided, no, we're going to go and we're going to, first things first, we're going to get players who are Wimbledon players, and then we're going to sprinkle the icing on the cake. So it's quite an interesting dynamic. Um, Yeah. I, I think we've looked at League Two last year and looked at the teams that have gone up, Orient, Stevenage. I, I, don't quote me on this because it could be wrong, but I don't well, think they had loads. Um, if you say it, I'm quoting it. I don't think they had loads of Premier League loans. Ipswich, uh, Orient's best player last year was on loan from Ipswich, which yeah. at that time was only one league above them. Do you know what I mean? He was, only, he was a League One player and then he went to League Two and he was their best player. The little lad, I can't remember his name now, but he was unbelievable for it, Switch. Stevenage didn't have a load of Premier League loans either, though. I think they had League One championships. 
I think we're looking at, yeah, as you said, it's going to be Adina. I, I disagree with you regarding Bugo. I think it'd be Bugo, Ali Hamadi could be our starters, uh, or Davison and Ali. I think Ali obviously starts straight away, and then you put someone with him. But that, that's good for us, that Davison and Bugo can, can interchange and keep coming up. I don't think Pell's going to be playing in that number 10 either. I think Pell's going to have Pell's going to have to go some to get into the team as well at the moment. Because I have, uh, in my team, I have uh, Tilly. Just behind the, me, Pell's captain. Pell's yeah, I'm not having Pell captain. I just Pell's think he's my captain sometimes. Sometimes he's a little bit off. So I, who I is that? If you're getting rid of Woodyard, then right? Reeves. And you you think Reeves's caps comes in and make his captain? Hundred percent. Why would you not? Um, definitely not. Why would you not? Because it's him. Very rarely does a player just turn up and be captain. Why? Straight he's, away. He knows the club. He's a Wimbledon man. He's, he's not a Wimbledon here. man. No, he's no, not a he's in, played in, for Wimbledon. As, uh, Come yeah, on, but that's what Come I mean. He's We're not rowing this Sorry. early, are we? I'm not, not falling out of you he's now. Not, he's not a Wimbledon man, as in as such. He's come through the ranks and stuff. But he's right, so he's not a Wimbledon. He, yeah, he he's played what, for Wimbledon. He know he knew what it was like to get Wimbledon promoted. He's been promoted yeah. last year. He's got out of this league twice. So you're not having someone who's been promoted out of this league twice, once with us before, and you're and he's a better player now, and you're not having him as captain. I'm not having him as captain. So you're having Pell as captain, who yes. loves the shit Asri. Yes. Tends to be elbowed in the face sometimes and get beaten yes. off. Yes. Because I think me. he has a big I love it. Don't get me wrong. On... I love Pell for call... it. And I'm just saying that when, funny. whenever we've had Pell, everyone has got excited about him. He gets involved with the fans. You can see it on the pitch that he's but like you don't need to make a focal him point. for him to do that. He'll do I it anyway. I agree. Well, the same with Reeves then. You don't need him as captain, do you? But you can do, do it anyway. Because he will, he, will, he will do the captain's job and he will do it 100%. Okay. I will have a 25p bet. No. That on the first game of the season, Reeves is not captain. I'll, I'll have. Go on, would you want to do a food bet again? Because you still well, owe me I, food bet. I still owe you at least one food bet. Double or quits? Double or quits, I reckon. So I don't think Pell will be captain either. Okay. So if Pell's not captain and Reeves isn't captain, is it just going to be Pierce and we're just going to get drummed? Probably going to be Pierce, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's annoying, so isn't that, it? Yeah. So in but... terms of the, the, the from the window then, so obviously you think so far happy window for you? you especially, I think we Good. need... I, for me, we need a goalkeeper. Yeah, I'm going to ask you this is my next question. Very, very interesting that we've no one's that nothing's been touted regarding Jack. Everyone keeps saying, "Oh, Jack Curry will definitely be gone," but he's gone to Spain. There's no, there's no real offers for him at the moment. I don't think. I think there's lots of interest in him, but there's no real offers. So I was going to say, if we if we keep Jack Curry, I don't think we need a left back because obviously Brown's not going anywhere at the moment. So you've got Brown and Curry, right? I think we need. It's tough to say. I don't think Ogundir is good enough. And Bilal, unfortunately, as good as he is, and I think he's absolutely brilliant, he's made a he he could break down within three weeks of the season starting. So I I don't know. I, where we I go just there. feel I feel that we're gonna go wing backs. Yeah, I think what, three he, at yeah, the back. Yeah, I think he's gonna go three at the back and he's gonna go curry one side and Bill of the other. <laughs> he went three at the back last year and it Well I think well I feel like that, that might be. Now I mean it's a weird one because we've, we've basically signed a left winger, a right winger and a right winger. But I just felt that Billa is not a great defensive right back. I don't think Curry is a, def- a particularly good defensive left back. So I wonder whether there is that room to play full backs. But if, if not, I mean, the, the proof will be in the pudding. But if you're looking at wingers, we've just signed three wingers, McLean, Tilly and Newville. So perhaps my early hunch is out. But if you're looking at it, I feel like five centre-backs is enough unless he gets rid of Nightingale, which I hope not because I like him from a sentimental perspective. 
But from a footballing perspective, it kind of he's okay at being a backup. So, I think I've got a feeling that we've we yeah we've we we don't really want Nightingale. No, anymore. I agree. I, I kind of feel like well, I'll race with Nightingale, and like I said, I'm really sad to say it. And I think he gets another gig somewhere, but it's just the fact that you know he's going to break down over a year, and you know that he's eighty percent, eighty to ninety percent of a game he's going to be great. But similar to probably Lewis, he's going to drop an absolute clanger at some point, and he does it regularly. He falls over, or he'll make a horrible, horrible, horrible attempt at something. And I just feel like maybe that his his, I mean, how, how old is he? Director Nightingale, twenty five, isn't he? Twenty six. My my problem is I feel sorry for. PK, because PK was becoming a really good centre back with Taylor last year, yes. and then yeah. he got injured, and I think he's out till September, October. So that's why I think we might have bought back in. We bought so Nightingale more. is twenty seven. He'll be he'll yeah, be twenty eight at the start. Of, he'll be twenty eight at the start of the season. So I just kind unfortunately, of... I love Will, and it, that is a Wimbledon man, but unfortunately, yeah. he, he he doesn't play enough games for you. And I think where he has been injured over a certain time, he, his legs are kind of gone. He ain't got the pace anymore. He gets he gets lost in positions. He kind of ball watches a little bit. How many I, games, by the way, do you think Nightingale's played, right, for Wimbledon? Over one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, li- nine seasons he's been with us, right? I think you know it's, the quite, first, you know, it's actually quite a lot, isn't it? Well, you know the first couple of seasons, right? You know, you're finding that was a promotion year. And that kind of stuff. How many games for AS Women? And bearing in mind that includes substitute appearances. How many has he played? Will, Will Nightingale in how many years that we said? Two, three, four, five. This will be his ninth season. No, he's had nine. This is his tenth season coming up. How many matches has he played for Women, do you think? We well, hope for 250. 175. So that's pretty poor, then, isn't it? Pretty poor. That's <laughs> like. Um, but that's like twenty, maybe twenty-five a season max. I mean, we're talking. Is about it ten 20... seasons or nine seasons? He's done four, four, twelve, eighteen, thirty. How many seasons? Two, nine. three, four. Is this five, season six, his tenth? Seven, eight, ninth seasons he's had. This will be his tenth season. So he averages nineteen games a season. I mean, sheesh kebab. That's pretty bad. Eh? When when what what's his name? Uh What's his face? Oh, Reeves played forty-six games last year. Uh, and again, this you is you said he was is, injury prone. And this is the problem, unfortunately, with Nightingale. So I kind of feel like with the centre, I feel like the five centre backs, he's got to be number five. Obviously, for me, we're missing a backup left back. I'm not seeing a left back anywhere in the club apart from Brown and Curry, and I don't rate Brown. So I feel like we desperately need somewhere a full back. Description. I pro- in my opinion, we probably need two, a left and a right sider. If we really want, if we're going to play four at the back, we're going to need a backup for Biller because Biller's going to get injured, unfortunately. And Curry, if he does move, we're going to need another two. So I feel like we need two fullbacks. I feel at the centre of the park, if Woodyard goes, I think we'll need one more. I think we need one more anyway. We've got Reeves at the moment. Who else have we got? Reeves, Reeves Woodyard. Pell, Woodyard. We've got the young lad, Alfie Bendel, who Alfie we're not Bendel, sure what's Morgan going on Williams. with him. Morgan Williams. None of the other new players are midfielders, centre midfielders. No. So I kind of feel like that is and an I, area. I also, 
I, I think Morgan Williams needs to go out on loan again for a whole season yep. to Conference South Conference team because he went out on loan. He done well at Eastbourne in the end, but he only went out for about a quarter or half the season last year to Eastbourne. I think he needs, needs to go out now and get a full men's football season behind him. Come back. We just signed a contract. I think all three of them, Paris, Sasu, and uh, Morgan Williams, all need to go out and get loans. Uh, so we need another midfielder. We need another winger to uh, possibly go both sides, another striker and probably another two midfielders defensive and attacking. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I think the other thing, which is it's a, it's a massive season for Bendel. Now, yeah. Going left, going right. Either way, he needs to play somewhere and he needs to play at a level that is going to be, in my opinion, he's got to play National South as a as the the lowest. If he's the player that everyone's raving about, in my opinion, he's got to be in that team. If he's as good as, if he's talking about being linked with Munchen Gleb back on this nonsense, that boy has got to be playing for our team. He's got to be good enough. But if he's not in and around well, our squad... That's the thing. He definitely went out to Gladback. Someone said to me the other day it was a work experience. I'm was thinking, he why, glad to be back? Why not? are we sending a kid on work experience to Munchen Gladback for a week? He went out there on trial. They sat their manager... He's now at Leeds anyway, Farker. So he might yeah. come after Bendel for going up to Leeds. But yeah, they sat their manager and it never worked out. He's back with us. Hopefully, I, I, I've i not seen enough of him. I don't think many people have. I haven't either. Great. And I don't and think... That's why I, I've seen little bits in, here and there and think, yeah, he could be a player. But I've not seen him play 90 minutes. So I don't get why everyone raves about him. But we're going to have to move on there because we're talking quite a lot here. It's, it's a podcast. So in general, just so we're clear, we reckon we're missing a keeper, potentially. Yep. Yep. We're missing two fullbacks. Yep. We're missing a centre midfielder. Two centre midfielders. You reckon two centre midfielders? Yep. And a forward probably. It's five. Yep. Six players. And and we really feel like we're gonna get rid of Woodyard and Brown. I, I don't think we will. But that's, that's who, what we're thinking. That's who we we would like to. Okay. All right. But, so that's yeah. fair enough. Well so, I, yeah, okay. So other than players at the moment, what else has happened? So the fixtures have come out. We've yep. got pre season. We we're in Spain currently, playing uh, Reading. Yeah, which I was quite disappointed <laughs> with regarding. Like, surely we could have played someone local. Come on, that's why it I... doesn't. It just it just doesn't feel like a an overseas trip if you're playing Reading in Spain. I do, it just doesn't. It, For I, me, is, it, is that the only game we're playing? Yeah. Oh, God. and it really annoys me because I, I know I spoke to Danny Macklin about this, and Danny Macklin says it's hard because you've got to pay for the pitch fees and all that and if you have it at a stadium it costs more money but my problem is when you did Germany a couple of years ago and Germany is one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life watching Wimbledon going out to Frankfurt and watching Wimbledon play two games Kaiserslautern off kickers off and back was just unreal and th that's what I wanted again and also I'm a bit disappointed with the club that the fact that it took them so long to announce anything so by the time they had announced it a lot of people couldn't book up because one the prices had just gone through the roof and two people couldn't then get the time off work because they didn't have enough time to give notice to their work. Do you know what I mean? And I know a few people have gone out there, Don's Vlogs. There's a couple of other Wimbledon fans have gone out there. Uh, Circuit from the club shops out there, I think, at the moment. And a few others are out there. I hope they have a good time. Don't run into Preston who look like they've taken Benidorm over. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? but I just, it, it, for me, it's just, it, it's, um, we were promised a pre-season tour against overseas people and a plan reading. It just seems, um, like I said, um, people have tried their best. I understand all the logistics and the bits and bobs. I'm yeah. just amazed there isn't a a foreign club somewhere who wouldn't have entertained us playing. Next year, Wimbledon, do Prague, 
or, or Dusseldorf. That's it. Done. If you don't do it, then you've let the club down. Why don't we do it? Why don't we organise the tour? Oh, mate, I'd Why don't we to, say to Danny M, look, Bohemians, we'll get the games going. Meteor in Dusseldorf, go and play a team called uh, Wapatilla, FC uh, Fortuna Cologne. Mate, it'd be unreal. Be the best weekends of our lives. And it would really then bring the club closer uh, and we'd win stuff because of that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, what do, you, what do you make of the kits, Dan? The, the new kits come out. I like the home one. Very Bocker. Big Bocker fan. So um, I, I love the blue and the yellow. The white kit, I'm not so bothered about. But I love the white kit. I just don't I like the yellow. Like... The yellow line each side. I, 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 I just I think the, the home kit's really good. No, I like all um, the, I'm getting the I'm home not... one. I'm getting oh, the yeah. away one. And I'm getting the yellow goalkeeper one. God, look at you, money bags. The it, yellow um, goalkeeper one looks really good. I am disappointed. Again, I say we, we do give the positives, but there is a couple of negatives regarding the kit. For me, I'm, I don't like the fact, and we said this last year, it's only one year. Is it really? Yeah, all of them are only one year again. All of oh, them. Oh, that's rubbish, mate. And yeah. the price have gone up. So it's 53 quid now instead of 50. Do you know what I mean? So, I, don't really, I, don't, I don't really get how you can have a home a, a kit for a year now in League Two. Well, our third kit this year is going to be the that dark blue one that we had as our away kit last year, but it's going to be a different design. So it's a whole brand new kit again. So all no. our... All, Every single one of our kits are all changing this year. You can't change it from last year. They're dark blue. I mean, just leave it. No, it's, it's changing. It's going to be that colour, but it's going to be a different style again. It's Umbro as well. I'm not a big fan of Umbro either. I'd love it to be Adidas, but obviously that would then, it would just be a normal kit. We wouldn't be able to do it the way we want I feel it. Like, I feel like Umbro is like in the second or third league. Like I always feel the top league is Adidas, Nike. Adidas. Um, at the moment, that Castore seems to be really popular. Castore. Castore. It's Castore. Are you sure? I think yes. it's Castore. It's not Castore. It's Castore. Well, why not? I, you know, anyway. I'm trying to be more confident. The kids are beautiful. Love them all. I just right. don't like the fact it's one year. I just feel like <clears throat> we're supposedly this fan club that's just, you know what I mean? I, know, I get it. We've got to pay. But I just feel like it's a bit of a rip-off if you're doing it every year. Do you know what I mean? I've got three kids now. You got you got you got loads of outgoings. Cost me a lot of money, do you know what I mean? And people just some people go, Well, just don't buy it. It's like, well, try and tell a fourteen year old that you can't have the fucking kit, do you know what I mean? And and, and when they're ha- and when you're designing them and they're that nice, oh yeah, you can't have any of them because you know I mean they cost a fortune. Are you doing a season ticket? <clears throat> What's still no. about season ticket price and stuff? I didn't get right? a season ticket. I think one thing that really disappointed me with season tickets again this year was the price for the kids went right up. I think like I would have bought I would have probably bought myself a season ticket and bought my free kids season tickets if the price of the kids' tickets would have been cheaper. I just think they were really expensive. I thought, were they 90 quid, 75 quid? I can't remember now. But I think last year I paid only 20 quid or something like that for my wow. seven-year-old. And I, he doesn't really like football. I want to try and get him into it. But I can't go every week. And just taking him along, and it cost me a fortune. I'm hoping to go to Wrexham if I can get a ticket for it because it's going to be a nightmare. I need two tickets for it for me and my boy. I'm that is hope- going to be lively. Yeah, I know. I'm hope well, Wrexham will sell out because their first away game in the EFL. Uh, and Sutton, so what, so what? Yeah, I was going to say, what have you identified match-wise? Well, Wrexham, I'm, I want to go to first home game. Wrexham I, at I home. Love. Yeah, I don't. Home games are a ball lake for me. It's not. I love plough lane to bits, but getting down there can be an absolute ball lake from South End. I'm going South End away on in in July, pre-season. 
But oh I, yeah, that's around the corner from you. Also, don't go booking anything, people, because I don't think Southend will have a team by then. They're in big trouble, massive trouble. Their sponsors are all pulled out. They might not. Even, their players have stopped training, stopped doing preseason. All their players are going to leave, so they're in big trouble unless they get a takeover very, very soon. Uh, but Wrexham, I need if I can get a ticket for it once they go on sale. I need an adult and child ticket for that. Sutton, I'd love to go to as well, but again, it's if I get a ticket because that will be seen to get old as only, I think. Uh, so that might be a bit of a struggle. Uh, I'm going to Colchester away again. It's only around the corner. And I'm booked in to go to Walsall away because I'm going to stay on a Friday night up in Birmingham, see my boy Buzz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you did last year. Yeah, we'll do, probably do it every year now because he lives up what, there. So, so you're going to constantly surprise him or...? No, no, we've told him this one. He's already booked. Oh, him no. Booked. So we've already booked it all up. <laughs> Hotels booked. Uh, get the trains closer time. Birmingham's great. Walsall's a really good away day. The stewards yeah, are that is good, yeah. Uh I love the little grant, the little stand you're in. It makes a little bit of noise. And we always have a good game up there, except for the last season when we lost 3 1. But yeah, it'd be, be decent. So I'm Walsall. Barrow away. I'm looking at going Barrow in October. But October's our worst month. Have you seen October? I'm right in front of it. Harrogate so away. We play Harrogate Mansfield away on a away. Tuesday night. Then we have, uh, we got Barrow away, yeah. Morecambe away, yeah, and Bradford at home. Oh, God. So I'm choosing Barrow or Morecambe. I've been to Morecambe twice. My boy wants to go to Barrow because it's the fur- one of the furthest trips you can go to. So I'm going to try and get him up to Barrow this year. But, I've, got but, be, I've got to be careful because Mrs. Baker's next to me. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to get a couple more of my uh, grounds done. So I've kind of looking at, and unfortunately, the ones I've got left are basically the ones that are missions away. So she's kind of shaking ahead of me already. Um, but just, I, I, mate, I was just looking put at a pair of trousers on. Do you know what I mean? Put a pair of trousers on. Hello, no, boss. I can't. She's wearing them at the minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at definitely Barrow. Yep. Salford. Yep. Um, love to that, but that's uh, day before my birthday, so um, I might have to definitely take her drag- to Manchester for the weekend. She would love that. Now, First game. Correlation Street Tour. Do and then understand? the other question I've got, New Year's Day, Forest Green, I don't know if you've read the news today, got a women's manager. Yeah. Are they? Is, is she going to get to January the 1st? Uh, knowing the the geezer owns them, probably he does. Uh, to be fair, she's she's got all her badges. Apparently, she's meant to be a, a really good coach. Do you know what I mean? Fair play to her. Uh, yeah. Some people on TalkSport today saying it's, they don't really like it. I'm not really bothered. I just think it is the only one I've got. The weird thing I've got for me is when do the boys get changed? Do you know what I mean? There's in change rooms, you're talking to your players as they're getting changed. Do you know what I mean? And stuff. Do you know what I mean? There's always that going on, but, but it's up to them. He's, I don't like their chairman. He's the one who funds uh, Don't Stop Oil. Yeah. So, yeah. What about I, Wrexham away? You, you looking at that one? I don't know if I bother. I've done Wrexham before. Oh, yeah, because you have, uh, yeah. He's not... Well, when Christian Jolly scored and we won 1-0 and they absolutely battered us and we won 1-0 up there and nearly got battered yeah, oh, off yeah, the mem- pitches. Mem- remember it well. We got battered off the pitch. I'm like you. I want to do a few of the ones I've never done before. Harrogate on a Tuesday night is a possibility. It's my missus' birthday on the Thursday. So I might. I said to her, should we go up to Harrogate for your birthday and stay in a nice little spa hotel? She's all for it, but she don't know the fixtures. So... And then when I take her to Harrogate Way, she'll be all over the moon. Have you been to Notts County? Yeah, I went there when we played them three times in one season. One game. You know, with the fog came in, got disallowed. Oh, I remember remember, remember that. Yeah, I went there. I stayed up there in the hotel. I'd like to do Stockport. Done Stockport. And and then I'd like to do Tranmere. Done Tranmere. I dressed as Father Christmas at Tranmere Way once. All right. Uh, 
Yeah, I and like Coventry to... in the League Cup, happy with the draw? Bothered about yeah. the draw? The thing it was, before we go on that down, the only problem I've got with fixtures this year is I'm I'm away on the fifth of August. I'm in Spain. Uh, Mrs. Booking holidays up during football season. I know I've had words. He's getting some trousers. Oh mate, yeah, she's wearing them. Sorry, your wife's wearing them. That's what I should have said. My wife's wearing both <laughs> of our trousers. Your wife's wearing my trousers. But uh, the problem I got with the pictures, some of my my mates were booked up to go Grimsby, right? Seventy two pound they've paid for a train ticket. Seventy two quid. And I, that is scandalous, right? And they've got what, to, to book this early. It's still yeah, seventy two quid. quid they pay for a train ticket. How long does it take to get to Grimsby? About a couple of hours, isn't it? You got Scunthorpe and then Scunthorpe to Grimsby, about two and a half three hours. But with your match ticket on top, you're looking nine. You've done a hundred quid, right? Before you even started eating and drinking, I've said to you before, and I've said it to us. I'd rather jump on a plane and go watch a European game with the exact same amount of money and come back. Do you know what I mean? Spend a weekend in say Dusseldorf or something and come back. And that's what I'll probably do a lot of next year if I can't get into games and stuff because I just think the train company's a joke. You never know how women are going to perform. Yeah, I mean, we're very fickle. We'll probably be filling the ground next year when we're near the playoffs and stuff. But yeah, Coventry in the cup. I'm quite. I wasn't overly happy when I first saw the draw because obviously they nearly got promoted and stuff. Yeah. But if you look into Coventry at the moment, I think they're struggling big time. Yeah, yeah losing, he's bugging off now. He's, he's going to Sporting. Uh, I think they're losing. Robbins is very unhappy apparently because he's not getting any transfer budget, and apparently they always play a reserve team in the uh, in the Carabao Cup and go out. Quite early, so. All right, that'll change this year. Well, it is us, and it we always usually lose first round. Well, I'm quite. I mean, I'm quietly. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm always. I mean, it's, it's a weird one because obviously I'm right in the middle of the cricket, so I kind of get overloaded cricket. I don't do pre-season matches because I just find them frustrating. And I, it's that thing where I've got my dad and I'm like, right, dad, these are all these millions of players. There's always a trial list that you never know who they are, and you're always playing it. It's always just there's there's no oomph to it so I'm not overly bored about the preseason, but I am I'm once I think once I get the ashes out of the way it'll be full steam football and I'm kind of looking forward to it I'm just sort of it's that fascinating month where I'm just looking at other teams and who else other people are getting and I guess from a a fan's perspective just like you said earlier I think the key thing for me is where what is the club expecting or what are their aspirations are because we're not doing predictions or anything like that because it's far too early and we don't know what everyone else is doing but I just I wonder where we as fans what our expectations should be and how they're going to be set. I don't see us getting promoted, but I wonder where they're thinking. Right, we we as Wimbledon fans we should be expecting this. I don't know. I, I think I think a lot we said about earlier about the preseason tour. Now I think we'll know a little bit more after that because we've got this kind of meet the manager kind of event going on in the twelfth man pub in Benidorm at the weekend. So hopefully they'll say a little bit more about expectations and stuff like that. Hopefully they won't big up the expectations like they did last year, promotion, do you know what I mean? Because end up finished fourth and bottom. It ain't great when you said we're going to get promoted. I know things happen in football, but I don't, it's, it's so hard after the last couple of years, Dan. I'd take a mid-table finish tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Craig Hope's first window has got a January as well. Uh, and hopefully we can keep pushing on and we can keep signing decent players and hopefully they'll push on and we, we can become a, a more a, a Wimbledon FC kind of club again and, and yeah. become closer to Wimbledon than we have been the last couple of years because I think that's what's 
I know it's pissed me off and I know it's pissed a lot of fans off is that we've come, we're so scared of our roots or where we've come from previously, even as AFC Wimbledon. Do you know what I mean? It's, as I said to you at the start of this, I've, we've, we've become more of a political club and, do you know what I mean? And, and, and stuff like that than what we should be. We're a football club. We're a men's first team football club. Yep. And, and for me, that's the main priority is getting good results on a Saturday in, in, the, in League Two. Not even yeah. good results, just good performances, really. So, I think that's the big difference. Is that where where do we sit? Do we? I've always been about if the performance is good, the Craig, the the, the if the performances are good, the results sort themselves out. It's just that balance and active to where we sit. But I think it's been a, an okay start to the summer. I think we're more or less as a fans group, relatively united as to what we've done in terms of the signings and the ones that have gone, it'll be fascinating in the next couple of weeks because there's always someone who comes out of left field coming in and going out. Whether that's Nightingale goes, someone comes in, whether that's Curry goes and a couple come in. So I'll be fascinated to see where we sit come the start of the season. But I'm quietly confident that we're in we're moving in the right place. But it's fascinating. I just think it's a really interesting time for a number of people. Cope, Thorne, Jackson in particular, the Don's Trust Board, who obviously, or whoever the, I don't want to go into conversations again about who's in charge of what, but whoever's all, whoever's decided that Jackson's our man, this is a crucial month. In well, terms that was of, the PLC board, yeah. not the Don's Trust Board. Fine. Well, whoever the whoever's in charge of those teams and of who's recruiting and who's doing whatever, I think it's a fascinating month or two where they've, in my opinion, it's been a huge, huge gamble, and whether it's going to pay off or not. For us, I think it's a, that's why it's quite an interesting and fascinating bit of bit of time coming up. No, I, agree. I totally agree, and I, I think they just got the club have got to get out more content, better content. As I said, the content's been a little bit better with regards to the. I'd like to see. I know we could get training ground photos and stuff, but I don't know if there's no Wi-Fi in Benidorm or something. But why is there not been any interviews? Like get Reeves and Pell to sit down and talk about like the tour and stuff and talk about the season. Do you know what I mean? There's not been yeah. any, I've not seen Reeves interviewed since he signed. Do you know what I mean? You're, you've got a perfect location, sit them down in front of the mountains, speak to them about the season. Do you know what I mean? I just think we can do it. And that's the, that's the kind of content that we need to be getting out. The content where you've mic'd up uh thing. I like, yeah, we, we've done it with Bezo. Bezo's all well. I don't think we mic up Bezo because he's so loud. No, we don't need, I don't really 10 need years. To. The man's been with us, Bezo. I think hopefully he'll get a, a proper, What's it called that they used to do? A testimonial. Testimonial, because he does deserve it, man. Ten years at Wimbledon. What a, and some of the goalkeepers that he's... And again, you think about the amount of money that he's generated our club in terms of selling on fees and other stuff. Yeah. Phenomenal. Absolutely big, phenomenal. Big Whatever he does, he carries on what he's doing. But we just... I think the content just needs to keep coming out. I don't... Again, the training video photos and stuff, I think, don't it? Just get a video out of, say, Pell and Reeves or... Newville and McLean and get get them out while they're out of wage. You know I mean, it's easily done. Do you know what I mean? And get them out and and get get them speaking an hour after training. Do you know what I mean? And get them interviews over uh, for us to to get so we can fall in love with these players again because I think that's what's been missing. The the love for the players and and the Wimbledon isn't been there for the last couple of years for a lot of fans. Do you know what yeah. I mean? As much I think, as I think we've been a losing games... team for a decade, haven't we? Really? So we we just need to find a way to galvanise. I mean, the good thing is we're still selling season tickets. 
the well, good that, thing is people are still that, coming to come. The season ticket stuff is great, right? We've sold, what, five, 600 new season tickets? Apparently. But we've also lost 600 people that have walked away. Do you know what I mean? And why have they walked away? Is it because they can't afford it anymore? Or is it because the football's been so bad? The club they, they used to love is not like it anymore. They've, they're sick of the politics, sick of the Don's Trust board. Do you know what I mean? And stuff like that. We won't talk about all that stuff today. This is no. about pre-season. We'll, we'll have plenty of time to, to talk about Don's Trust and stuff later on and and stuff. And, 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 and you know what I mean? The stuff at the back end of last season that really... Got on people's nerves, like with the meet the manager event, and then not getting it out, and having all that, and people not voting against it. As I said, we'll go into that another time, but yeah, we need to. They need to galvanise the fans again, and we're getting signings in. Let's hear from them. Let's be so we know more about them. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd love to hear more about McLean and what is he doing now? Is he yeah. moving to London? Is it him and his girlfriend moving here? Like, where does he see himself coming next season and stuff like that? Do you know what I mean? And and getting more interviews with the players like they did with Johnny Jackson at his house. That's what I think we need more of. Well, speaking of what we need as well from a podcast, I'm anyone out there who would love to become part of what we're doing. Want to come on, on an episode where have you been on before, but in particular, those who haven't been on before, it is just to one very, very good looking bloke. One well past himself. I'll let you as decide who it is. Um, if anybody is interested to come on, we'd love to hear your thoughts, your feelings, your stories, your chat. If you know someone who's you know not sure, anything that you can think of, please get in touch. We'd love to get people on. It's always great with me and Lee doing it because we've got, you know, I think the, the Times magazine said we had natural chemistry, which they're right. Um, but it'd be lovely to get some new new faces on, new names, new voices. Um, and it. Yeah, the start of a new season, you know, if you've got, if you're positive, you're upbeat, you fancy chatting, or you're just negative and you've got the ump, let Lee know, let us know, let's come and have a chat. Agree, agree. I think, and they were shitting themselves last year because they there was a new duo on the, uh, Big on the course, do you know what I mean? But we've, I've had a couple of people contact us who we've, we've spoke to, so they'll be uh, coming on and then we'll be doing our interviews and stuff. And we're back. The number one ASC Women All podcast is back. Lee Finch, Danny Baker. Uh, yeah. Just oil. Just oil. Just. Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> well, we'll be back very soon with more podcasts with the season coming up. But that's enough for me and Danny today. Danny, thank you very much, mate. Come on, you don't. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at the Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.